Hey family. So today we are going to be talking about some things that are going on in the world. Welcome to the Modern Day P31 Woman podcast with your host, Crystal Ngamezi. I'm happy to be talking with you all today. And, you know, I've been kind of processing some things um, as I've been, you know, walking through my journey as I always come on and share with you all like things I've been going through, things the Lord has shared with me, things he has deposited in me. And today I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently in the sense of I'm not necessarily going to be sharing so much of my story today, but I am going to be sharing some things that God has showed me and is teaching me as I look around and what's going on in our world. And I'm particularly going to be talking to the topic and the notion of ministry versus popularity. I understand that we live, you know, in this technology world. And I actually was watching this movie the other day on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's a documentary. I would encourage those of you who have a Netflix subscription to go check that documentary out because I think it was posted in like 2020 or 2021. And the things that they're talking about in that documentary are actually things that God gave me to, to talk about and to say back in 2018. And it talks about the notion of how, you know, things like social media and technology and the way that algorithms and these coding systems that we use or that the world is now using for profit is damaging the governmental fabrics that we know of today, how it's damaging, you know, um, this new generation psychology. And, you know, when you look at the condition of the world, you'll see governments at war, you'll see, you know, um, governments failing, these man-made structures that are falling. And you will also see in the church um, similarities. You will see, you know, leaders in, in high places in ministry and churches who, you know, things are being revealed about how they've been living their lives. And I think it's this is very interesting. I've been reading John Um, God told me to start reading John again. I love the book of John. Um, And there are some interesting parallels to what Jesus experienced in his ministry to what I believe those of us who are called to Christ will also experience as well. And that's what I want to talk about today, this ministry versus popularity. So we're going to be going into John chapter 6, verse 65. And I'm going to be reading out of the... um, New International Version, it says, this is Jesus speaking. It says, he went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the father has enabled them. And when you read the full context of John chapter six, um, you will see, you know, the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. And you will also um, see in this time where he was saying what he just said in, in verse 65, he was talking to the people. He did this amazing miracle. Everyone was amazed by it. They were fed. You know, it was amazing how Jesus used, you know, something small and he multiplied it to re- to feed thousands of people. And so people wanted more from him. He went to another place and they followed him over there. And this is the conversation that you see between the people and Jesus. He was telling them that, hey, you know, you're coming to me, um, you know, because of what I've done for you because you were, um, you know, experiencing you, you 
partook in a miracle, but I am the bread of life. What you really want and what you really need is me. Because when you have me, you will always be satisfied. And then he started talking um, about, you know, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood and all of these things that you need spiritual context to understand. And Jesus, of course, knew that there would be people who would not understand what he was talking about, but he did this on purpose. And when you continue reading through that passage, you will see that because of the words that Jesus was using, many people who came to him stopped following him that day. Which is amazing. It's like, man, you just partook in a miracle. You have received signs and gifts and talents and healing from this man. And because he's saying something that you don't agree with or that you don't understand, you want to totally disconnect from him altogether. And this is what we're going to be diving into deep in this episode. So let's dive into this conversation. So when we talk about ministry versus popularity, right? For those of you listening, you may have already started your ministry. God may be preparing you for ministry. And I think this is important conversation to have because I know for me, um, the things that God has called me to build and to start, I wasn't fully aware that I was building and starting a ministry. I've shared the story of how, you know, I started P31 and I came to Christ in 2014. He was discipling me up until 2016 when he called me to start my nonprofit organization and to get on Instagram, you know, with my personal account and to just start really just sharing what he what he gave me, you know, the word and how he um, has called me to interpret the word through his Holy Spirit. I didn't know God was was calling me to build a ministry. I didn't know that's what P31 was. I didn't know that's what my personal brand was. I remember God telling me things like, yeah, you know, your Instagram account is ministry. Um, but I didn't understand like what that meant. You know, so I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes God tells me stuff and I don't really know what he means, but I know that in time I will come into the understanding. And It took like five to six years (laughs) before I came into the full understanding and the full revelation of, of the things that God was telling me back in 2015, back in 2016, back in 2017, back in 2018, when it comes to ministry. And so your ministry may look different, right? Your business, you know, that God has called you to start, you know, is ministry. Your family is ministry. The, you know, small organizations or small groups that you feel led to start is ministry. And so I think it's important for us to have this conversation. You know, if you are a true disciple of Christ, he is building and raising you up for ministry. That's discipleship. You are being fed, you're being taught, you're being equipped to go out and feed, build and equip others. That's ministry, it's teaching and, and, and you know speaking, preaching the Bible, using your gifts and talents to share the love of God to others is ministry. And so I think it's important for us to understand the correlation between the things that God has called us to start and build and his ultimate true purpose, which is ministry. You, you know, have heard, maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't, you know, the great commission, go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. 
that's ministry, right? If you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, your your ultimate purpose and goal is not just to receive Jesus and just stay stagnant, it's to actually be built up and equipped to go steward over the things that God has called you to, to spread the gospel to others so that other people who are called to him can hear the word, can read the word and be drawn to him. So when it comes to popularity, naturally as human beings, we desire to be received by others. We desire to be approved by others, right? You know, growing up as a child, you, you know, desire to have friends. You desire to be accepted amongst your peers. This is natural, you know, with just being a human. And what is interesting about ministry is that when Jesus Christ calls you, when God calls you to Jesus, Jesus Christ calls you to himself, there is this understanding that you were created to worship, to glorify, to serve God. And so, yes, I may have a human desire to be accepted by my peers, but my ultimate calling is to do the work and the will of the Lord. And oftentimes, if you are actually walking in ministry, if you're actually walking in alignment, you will find times in your life where those two things, your natural human desire to be accepted by people and your call to be obedient to God don't always, um, what's the word I can use? Agree. (laughs) And you will find this many times when you read the gospels and you read about Jesus's ministry. There are many times where Jesus would say things or do things that people did not agree with. And we see this evident in John chapter six. And so let's let's draw some some comparisons when it comes to ministry and popularity to really hone in on this topic for, you know, a basic level understanding. When it comes to ministry, God draws people to you. And we will see this in John um, chapter six, verse 44. You will read how Jesus says, like he says this twice, by the way, in John chapter six, like nobody can come to me unless God draws you. Like, you know, it's not me because I'm doing this and doing that. Like you, you're the human part of you, you know, likes it. But like spiritually, no one can actually come to me unless God draws them. And I think this is important for us to understand because I feel like in this generation, particularly, oftentimes we equate popularity numbers with, oh, you know, look at all these people being saved, all these people coming to Jesus. And it's like, you don't actually fully know if someone has actually come to Christ really, you know, unless God gives you eyes to see and oftentimes the fruits of the Holy spirit. But Jesus constantly says in scripture, like nobody comes to me unless God draws them. And what is interesting about him saying that is in that conversation, in that scene, you will see that he, when he starts saying things that people don't agree with or don't understand, people start leaving. And so I think this is interesting. You know, there are a lot of people who I've seen who have been popular and still are popular who used to be Christian and they don't proclaim to be Christian anymore. And I would think like, man, that's so interesting. Like, I wonder what happened or I wonder how is that? Like, how can you really know Jesus? Like for real, for real. And then like, you know, be like, nah. (laughs) Like, I'm like, he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I couldn't imagine or see myself like totally just leaving him. And even in this um, story in John chapter six, you will see like after people started leaving Jesus, Jesus asked his 12 disciples, he said, are y'all going to leave too? 
And Peter was like, you know, where would we go? <laughs> like, leave you and go where? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do we, what would we do? Who would we go to? You know what I'm saying? And I find that interesting that Peter said that because that was evidence that Peter really was called to Jesus's ministry. And even Jesus said, like, you know, I chose you guys. Like, I ch- I've chosen you. Like, you're not just random. You didn't just come here because I had nothing else to do or you just see me walking. Like, no, you were actually chosen to be a part of the 12 before you even knew that I existed. God has called you to ministry before you even knew that he existed. You will see this in Jeremiah 29 11 like before I formed you in your mother's womb I knew you and I ordained you like before you even came to be I called you and as we walk out life we come into the awareness and the revelation of the things that God has actually called us to before we came to be and so I believe this this understanding that God draws people to Jesus. God draws people to himself. God will draw people to your ministry. We're just called to to be obedient. If God gives you an idea, do it. (laughs) If God tells you to do something, do it. You know what I'm saying? But this, this idea that, oh, I have to do this and do that and do that to get people to know about Jesus or to get people to come to Jesus. It's like, no, no, no. God draws people to Jesus. We are just called to be obedient. If Jesus says, go out into the world and make disciples, then we go out into the world and we make disciples. And we have the Holy Spirit's help to do that. If God is calling you to build a ministry, stop waiting around. Stop being lazy. Stop procrastinating. There are people who need to hear the word of God, who need to see the love of God from you. I know oftentimes we think that, oh, so-and-so is doing it. You know, they good. Oh, that girl or that guy is doing it, so I don't have to. No, no, no. There are people who are going to be changed because of your story, because of how you explain God, because of how you talk about your relationship with Jesus, who will never have that revelation with somebody else. There are people who are called to, to me that find a uniqueness about maybe how I explain scripture or how I live my life or how I share my story or whatever it is that people you know are drawn to. But there are people who are called to me that God has called and there will be people outside of that who are just naturally drawn to me because of my looks or my fashion sense or what I do for a living or my personality or my gifts and my talents. And I think it's important for us to understand the difference because there is a difference. There are people who may have been you know, drawn to my Instagram account who no longer follow me and that's fine. And I think it's important for us to understand that in ministry, you will have times of pruning. You will have times where maybe, you know, you feel very popular and times where people start going away. <laughs> you know, Jesus experienced the same thing and it was, it was on purpose. And I think for those of us who are called to him, who are going to be walking out this ministry thing in real life to have that perspective, like when people start leaving because you're being obedient, that's not a bad thing. That's showing you the people who were actually truly called to your ministry in the first place versus those who just liked you or your personality or your gifts or what you were saying, who really weren't actually drawn to you by God. That's super, super important to understand. In popularity, 
your gifts, your talents, your skills, right? Your personality, the things that you say may be the things that draw people to you. Like we saw with Jesus, them being fed by this amazing miracle drew them to Jesus. But when he started talking things of the spirit that they did not understand, they didn't have context for, they started to leave. The very people who are drawn to you can also leave you and that's an important statement to say because I believe that we live in a culture that does not express that, especially, you know, as believers, you know, we, we tend to equate things that happen in the world to things that happen in the spirit and they're not the same. The spirit precedes the natural. So it's important for those of us who are walking in the natural, if you're human, you walk in the natural every day to have spiritual context to what we see that way we can better understand things that happen to us in our real lives so let's dig deeper now earlier i you know talked about the condition of the world and i also talked about the condition of the church what we see going on right now where we see you know very popular preachers who you know things are coming out about them that show that they weren't living what they were preaching and I believe we live in a time of the large and the mega church or the popular YouTube churches where there will be some 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 things that you know we'll see and in talking about ministry versus popularity in ministry as a Christian, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, you will experience pruning. Now, if you don't understand the concept of pruning or it's your first time hearing that, read John chapter 15, where God specifically talks about pruning and the purposes of pruning, um, uh, you know, why, why it happens. And it's to, you know, give you an opportunity to bear more fruits, more fruits of the Holy Spirit, to be able to move more in alignment and more succinctly with what God has called you to do when it comes to mission and purpose. And so, you know, in popularity, you can find, you can fall into the temptation of desiring to please man in order to keep everyone And you will see an example of this in the story of Saul and David. When you read first and second Samuel, you'll read about, you know, this story in full context. So I encourage you to read that first and second Samuel, but you will see that the main reason why Saul was, you know, kicked out of his positioning and God was raising up David to take over was because of Saul's heart posture. Saul allowed his positioning, he allowed his popularity to take precedent over the will of God. And for some of us, you know, God has been keeping you isolated to really build up your character, to build up your, you know, demeanor, to build up your um, resilience so that when he does allow you to be in a position of of power where you may become popular, You don't allow popularity to become your idol. People are falling in ministry because they have allowed popularity to become their idol. They've allowed popularity to become their new God. They have allowed the applause of people to take over um, versus the will of God. And whenever you get into a, a position in your life where it means more to you to be popular, or to please man than to be obedient to God, 
you will be in a very dangerous place and you do not want to give the enemy an opportunity to kick you out of positioning because you have allowed, you know, the desire of, of pleasing man to, to be entertained. And so pruning, you know, oftentimes it may hurt, <laughs> it may hurt your feelings. It may hurt you like physically, like there are so many different ways that God can prune you, but it's necessary. And back in, I want to say maybe like 2015 or 2014, 2015, you know, when I first started experiencing pruning and stuff, you know, because I, you know, I had, I had truly accepted Christ. Um, God led me to John 15 to read about what he was doing <laughs> to me and why he was allowing it to be. And pruning is a hard thing to experience in real time, but the benefits of it are supernatural. And I think it's important for us to understand the difference between ministry and popularity when it comes to these things, because this is what we see going on right now with many of these, you know, large or popular churches who are, you know, they're no longer living off of the spirit of God. They're living off of the approval and the monetary gain of men. And, you know, if you read, I have the Bible app, right? And what I love about the Bible app is they will send you scriptures every day. And from time to time, if the if it really speaks to me, I'll, you know, study those scriptures. And there was a scripture that came up the other day. It's first Peter chapter five, verses two through four. And it talks about this. It talks about, you know, this is Peter, you know, Peter's letters. And he's he's sharing with us, like, hey, you know, you know, when God calls you to ministry, do the work of the Lord because you want to, not because you feel that you have to. Do it because you really have a joy to do the things of the Lord. Don't use it as an opportunity to really become popular, to lord it over people or for monetary gain. I feel like we live in a world and a society where people, you know, want to be Christian if it's popular, you know, because <laughs> that makes them get a bunch of followers or get a bunch of opportunities to make money off people. And I feel like God is weeding out those people. You know, I don't know if y'all have noticed it, but I have noticed it greatly because I'm, you know, called to be on social media, but there was this trend of people, you know, wanting to be seen as Christian because it was popular. And now that we see the things going on in the church, we see the pruning, Right you see those people who have changed their bios. <laughs> They've changed their story. They no longer talking about Christ because it's, it's starting to not be that popular anymore. And I think it's a very important time for those of us who are really called to God's, God's ministry to keep talking about Jesus, keep sharing the love of Christ, keep speaking ministry words, keep saying and doing the things that God is calling you to, because this is the time where people will actually get to see the revealing of the sons of God. Who are the real children of Christ? Who are, who are the real children of God? Who are the real disciples of Jesus Christ? The people who will still be talking about Jesus when it's no longer popular. Can God count on you to still be saying his name, to still be in alignment with him when it's no longer popular? We saw this with Peter, right? When Jesus was being crucified, he denied Jesus three times. 
he later, you know, came into still, you know, being called to him. And, you know, he preached this amazing sermon, right, that everyone knows about. But I think I think these times are very important for us because it's giving the world an opportunity to see the revealing of the sons of God. Oftentimes when we see things in scripture, we think it's going to be this event that is pleasing to us. And when you really read and study scripture, you will see many times the most amazing things of God have happened in times of great destruction or in times of great famine. There is something going on in the midst of the the devastation that we see in this world. God is raising up his children to take president and to take over and to take their position of authority and reign. So what's the point here? What is the point of understanding, you know, the difference between ministry and popularity? Because ministry and popularity are two very different, distinctly different things. You can have a flourishing ministry for the kingdom of God, but be unpopular amongst man. You can have a popular, you know, quote unquote, ministry, church, business, Instagram account, whatever you want to call it with man, with the world, but be totally disconnected from God. And it's important to say that because there are a lot of people being misled because someone is popular. You think because that person is popular that they're preaching things of the spirit, but the Bible says, you know, test every spirit. Jesus told his disciples, you will know them by their fruits, fruits of the Holy Spirit that you can read in Galatians chapter five, verse 25. A lot of people who call themselves Christians do not actually read and study the Bible. They don't actually have a devotional life. They don't actually walk in faith. So they are infants. They are still sipping on milk. If you're someone who says, I've been a Christian for five, 10, 15 plus years, and you're not building things for God, there's something broken there. There's something off there. And I think we as believers need to really start taking a stand on the words of scripture. We need to really start taking a stand on the words that God has given us to lead our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if God is calling you to himself, answer the call. The Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Few people are actually going to choose this life. God can call you all day, but if you never answer the call, it's not going to matter. You will see in Revelation chapter three, verse 20, where this is Revelation is a book of Revelation. John was on an isolated island because all of the disciples had scattered once Jesus left and Jesus was giving him words to send letters to different churches. And In Revelation chapter three, verse 20, there was one church that, you know, Jesus through John was speaking to and he would say, hey, I stand at the door and I knock. Will anyone let me in? If you let me in, I will come. I will sup with you. I will eat dinner with you. I will do life with you. He was talking to a church. He wasn't talking to the world. He was talking to the church, people who call themselves Christian. There are many people who go to church who are not actually connected to Jesus Christ. You knowing your pastor is not going to get you into heaven. You being a church member is not going to get you into heaven. 
you serving in church or serving under a ministry is not going to get you into heaven. You having a relationship with Jesus Christ is what gets you into heaven. And it's interesting when you read scripture, you will hear, you know, especially in Matthew, I believe 24, chapter 24, Jesus talks about all the things that are going to happen, right? All the destruction, all the devastation, lawlessness increasing. But the miracle in that was Jesus saying, and this message of the gospel will be spread. This message of the gospel, the the true integrity of the gospel, not the prosperity gospel, not these false doctrines that make, you know, following Jesus all about pleasing the flesh, all about pleasing self, all about what you're going to get. No, no, no. This message of the gospel, you having an actual real encounter and relationship with Jesus Christ is what is, 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 is what secures you. We are just called to to be ministers of the gospel. We're called to be messengers. That's it. We're not called to replace God in your life. We're not called to replace Jesus in your life. We cannot replace him for you, right? And for those so for those of you who are called to God, for those of you who are, you know, God is calling you into ministry right now. He's calling you to do his work. He's calling you to do his will. The Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus said, if anything you want to pray for, pray that God will send more laborers into the field. As someone who is laboring in the field, I'm telling you from experience, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. It is not just about you starting that business. It's not just about you connecting with that person. It's not just about you moving to that city. It's about you saying yes to the call to be a laborer for God, because there are people who are dying because people are not walking in alignment. There are people who are suffering and perishing right now because someone didn't want to answer the call. And I, I, I shared something on my Instagram account the other day and, you know, it said, who's waiting on your yes? <laughs> there are people who are going to say yes to God because of what you do or what you say. The thing that you're afraid to do, the thing you're afraid to start, there are people waiting on your yes. And, you know, God calls people to Christ. He, he will draw people to your ministry. The Bible says that one man plants, another man waters, but God brings the harvest. The responsibility of salvation is on God. It's not on you. Your responsibility is just to be obedient and to walk in faith. The, the last episode I shared where I talked about Jesus saying that his yoke is easy and his burden is light is, is this understanding of what it really means to truly walk in Christ. What it truly means to walk this thing out in real life. There are people who have an intellectual understanding of Jesus Christ, but they haven't actually surrendered to his will yet. This is why you'll see people who grew up in the church, but they're not walking nothing out. <laughs> you understand mentally. You understand the idea. It makes sense to you in your mind, but in spirit, you haven't actually made that connection. And I believe those are the people that Jesus was talking about when he said, many will come to me in that day saying, I did this in your name. I cast out devils in your name. And Jesus will say, but I never knew you. Me and you never had a spiritual connection. You didn't actually do life with me. 
you serving in church, you doing this, doing that is great. But if you never had an actual connection to me, which is the whole point of this whole thing, I mean, you know, it's not really going to matter. And I feel that it's my mandate and my ministry to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to preach this message of the integrity and the authenticity of the Bible, of scripture, its purpose is to share, is to be obedient, to walk in faith so that people who are, who God is drawing can hear these messages. They can see me on Instagram. They can be connected to my ministries, you know, out in the world. Like however it is, God wants to draw people, let him draw people. But we have to first walk in agreement with God and say, all right, God, I'm going to lay these things down. These other things I'm building outside of this, these other kingdoms I'm building because the world is telling me to, I'm going to lay those things down and I'm going to follow you. And I believe that that is the ultimate message, the ultimate calling that God is calling his church to is to to lay those things down that are distracting you, to lay those things down that are occupying space, to lay those things down that you've built covenant to outside of God. Lay those things down so that God can trust you to actually walk this ministry thing out, to actually walk this Christian thing out in real life. Not on Instagram, not being fake in church, No, no, no. In real life, because people need to see how you act, how you move, how you love in real life. And I feel like that's the call on ministry for God's people today. The difference between ministry and popularity is one thing is connected to the spirit. That's ministry. The other thing is connected to the approval and the applause of man. That's popularity. So thanks to your downloads, we've opened up our listener support feature, which allows listeners of the Modern Day P31 Woman podcast to support us through a small monthly subscription. Partner with us as we continue to spread the gospel to Modern Day P31 Women around the world. Click the link in our show notes to support. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Modern Day P31 Women podcast. You know, oftentimes I come on these episodes with a topic and a conversation and the Holy Spirit just be saying stuff that I had not planned on saying. And I love when God does that. I love when God just be saying what he want to say, doing stuff how he want to do it on here. Um, It's an honor to to preach um, the word of God. It's an honor to share, you know, um, these messages, you know, to disciple and I'm hoping that it inspires you to go out into the world and do the same. You know, however that looks like for you is what it looks like for you. And it's it's been, you know, catered to to look and to be that way for you for a reason and for a purpose. You may not sound like how I sound. You may not look how I look. You may not do it the way that I do it. But I'm hoping that, you know, you will be connected to what the Holy Spirit wants to inspire you to do. So if you enjoyed this episode and if you have been enjoying episodes from this podcast, I would ask you to subscribe so that you can get notifications of new episodes and to also leave us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, Not only does it, you know, just help me know that you are, you know, um, benefiting from these episodes. And I believe that if you keep coming back, (laughs) that you are. The Holy Spirit inspires these words. So if you're connected to God and you're connected to this ministry, I know that it is 
you know, sowing the seeds or watering the seeds that God wants it to do to produce the fruit that he wants to in your life. So I would ask you to just leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps this podcast to be shared to more to more women, to more people who God is drawing to this ministry. So um, thank you again for listening, for partaking in this ministry. And I hope to speak with you in the next one.